coach, teacher, podcaster, online business owner, and above all, I am constantly dreaming up ways to reimagine education. I provide teachers with tips, tricks, and strategies to transform their classrooms into learning hubs that are filled with creativity, innovation, and discovery. I hope to empower all teachers, no matter what subject they teach, to experiment with innovative learning models and lead their classrooms with 21st century skills. So let's learn and grow together as 21st century educators. This is the EdTech Classroom Podcast. Hello, everyone. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the EdTech Classroom Podcast. I've gotten a bunch of requests to create an episode on how to use Google Jamboard during morning meeting. This is a topic that I've covered on my YouTube channel. I've talked about it a little bit on Instagram. I've also written a blog post on this topic. All around, I've found that it's been a pretty big hit. I think you guys are really gonna enjoy this topic. Also, a huge goal of mine for 2021 has been to create weekly free activities for teachers. And I'm gonna be sharing this week's free activities with all of you guys here. So I've been doing this on my newsletter, on my blog, by the way, if you've never been to my website, edtech-class.com, I'm posting free activities there all the time, weekly at this point. And so everything I share in today's episode, I'll be sure to have linked for you to try for free with your students. So be sure to check out the link in the show notes if you want to try this out in your classroom. Before we dive into the meat of today's episode, I've got two new bits lined up. I'm super excited to test this out with you guys to see if you like it as an addition to my podcast. So today I'm introducing my EdTech tool of the week and my learning of the week. So going forward at the start of each episode, I'll be sharing an EdTech tool that I'm really jazzed about. And then at the very end of the episode, I'll also share an authentic learning that I've had as a teacher, as a person that I feel like is just really gonna improve my practice as an educator. So let's get started by talking about our EdTech tool of the week. EdTech Tool of the Week. I don't know about you guys, but grading, especially during this school year, feels so time consuming. I feel like so many teachers can agree that giving feedback digitally takes up a lot of time. Our brains move so much faster than our fingers when we're typing, when we're writing, and so that's where Moat comes in. Moat is a Chrome extension that makes it so easy for anyone to add voice notes and feedback to documents and assignments. Moat is truly the fastest, most flexible way to give feedback. You can leave comments so quickly, and I mean really, really quickly. It's three times faster to leave a voice comment than it is to actually type one out. So you can really save so much time with Moat. It's also free too, with some premium features available with an upgrade as well. So if you haven't tried Moat, you're really gonna wanna check it out. Like I said, it's a Chrome extension that makes grading easy. It's definitely up there on my list of my favorite Chrome extensions. And I know you're just gonna really love it for giving quick and meaningful feedback to your students. So you can find Moat at justmoat.me or by clicking the link in the episode description. So now that I've shared my EdTech tool of the week, let's get into the episode. 
Today's episode is all about morning meeting, and more specifically, it's about ways you can use Google Jamboard during morning meeting. Now, while these ideas are somewhat specific to morning meeting, you can use a lot of them outside of morning meeting. So if you're a specials teacher, for example, I still think that you can try out these activities with students as fun icebreaker activities. I think these strategies are also just great because morning meeting is really the perfect time to try out a new tech tool with students. It's just a non-academic time where students can use and learn a brand new tool in a low stakes environment. You know, there aren't grades attached to these activities. There aren't standards. They're just fun activities to slowly introduce students to a new ed tech tool. Or if you're a Jamboard expert, you've used it all the time, your students love it. This is also a great way to mix things up and to actually digitize the experience for students one day. Or if you're teaching remotely right now, teaching virtually, you can also digitize morning meeting using these strategies. So the structure of today's episode is that first, I'm gonna talk about what Google Jamboard actually is. So feel free to skip ahead if you feel like you're an expert already, you already know what it is. And then I'm gonna share my three activity ideas. So first, calendar time, then morning share prompts, and then lastly, an activity idea. So first, we're gonna talk about what is Google Jamboard. I shared Google Jamboard as one of my top five ed tech tools of 2020 because it's been really, really popular for a few months now. I feel like teachers everywhere are talking about it, they're trying it, and most people have pretty strong feelings about it. Either they absolutely love Google Jamboard, they think it's awesome, or they're not a fan. So Jamboard, in case you aren't familiar with it, is a part of the Google suite, meaning that if you have a Google account, you already are set up to start using Jamboard today. Jamboard is a digital whiteboard that allows for real-time collaboration for teams and for classrooms. What's really great about Jamboard is that it allows for a whiteboard style experience, but students don't necessarily have to be located in the same room. So in this sense, it's a great tool for distance learning. But I think as you know, we start to open up, schools are reopening all across the country, I think it also has become a great tool that has wonderful application for the in-person classroom as well, especially when thinking about the ways that students can collaborate digitally and in real time. So as a user, for example, as yourself, as the teacher, you can create a jam or a blank whiteboard that you can edit and share with anyone. So as I mentioned, students can collaborate on that jam file anytime, anywhere, much like how they can collaborate on Google Docs and Google Slides. The thing I like the most about Jamboard is that it helps bring learning to life. So imagine a screen with a big white canvas on it, almost like a plain white slide with nothing on it. It roughly has the same dimensions as a slide too, so maybe that's a helpful comparison. On the left-hand side of the Jamboard page, there are a variety of different creative tools that we're gonna focus on. So the most popular feature is the sticky note tool, again, on the left-hand side. So students can click on this button to add sticky notes to this blank canvas. There are different color options, your standard yellow sticky note, a pink color, blue, green, etc. And so students can use these sticky notes to actually brainstorm ideas together. Next, there's also a pen tool. So students can draw or they can show their work and their ideas with different pen tools. There's a highlighter option, typical pens, etc. There's also an option for them to insert photos and GIFs. 
So they can either search the web, they can search Google for photos, they can add photos that are saved to their computer or their iPad or their tablet. Then they can also just add regular text boxes. So plain text boxes, just like you can add in Google Slides. And then they can also highlight specific elements using the laser pointer tool. So at the bottom, you'll notice there's a laser pointer tool. And the way it works is students can actually point out or highlight specific elements using that tool. And another student who's also on the file can view what they're sort of pointing to, much like how a laser pointer works in the classroom. So as you're visualizing this whiteboard, hopefully you're starting to understand how students can use this tool collaboratively. So it's a great tool for design thinking. I think that's kind of what the tool was created for, was for this brainstorming design thinking type process that also makes it really great for group projects and also even just initial brainstorming or brain dumping sessions. At the top of the screen, you're also gonna notice that there's two rectangles with a number in the middle. This indicates the different frames. So for example, if you're looking at a blank Jamboard file, it's gonna say one out of one, for example, because you only created one frame. So to create a new frame, which is kind of like a new slide or a new page, you're just gonna click the right arrow to add a new one. Now, once you have multiple frames, you also have the ability to delete frames or to duplicate them. You can do this just by expanding the frame bar and then clicking on the three dots on the frame that you'd like to duplicate or delete. So again, frames kind of function like different slides. Jamboard also though, I've been talking about all these ways that students can use it collaboratively, but Jamboard is also a great tool for students to use individually. So just like docs and slides, it doesn't necessarily have to be a collaborative tool. Students can use it to show what they know and they can just share the file with just you as the teacher. So yes, if you can't tell, I'm really excited by this tool. You guys know I get very excited about all things EdTech, all things BBL. But in reality, I really think this tool just has great potential when it's used and implemented with proper support. All right, so now that we've talked about Google Jamboard in a nutshell, now I'm actually going to share some morning meeting activity ideas. So ultimately I recommend just try it out, try out Jamboard with low stakes activities, and you can try it out during morning meeting. So now I'm gonna be sharing three different ways that you can use Google Jamboard during morning meeting. So first, my idea is calendar time. Calendar time is a critical part of many elementary classrooms, as it can be helpful with things like learning days of the week, months of the year, and also things like building number sense. I love the idea of using Google Jamboard to make calendar activities digital. I feel like this doesn't need too much explanation, but basically the idea is that you can teach students about the calendar by using Google Jamboard. So you can teach them days of the week, you can teach them the number of the day, all that great learning that happens during the calendar portion of morning meeting, but you can do this using Google Jamboard. So the setup for this is a bit time consuming, I'm not gonna lie. So I've created a free template that you can use to better visualize this activity. I have it linked in the show notes for you to download and to start using with your students. It's simple, it's easy, and it's a great way to digitize calendar time. So now I'm gonna walk you through how it actually works. So what you're gonna do is you're just gonna imagine that you have a blank Jamboard file on your screen. And then you're gonna divide it in your brain into three different sections or columns. And so now I'm gonna walk you through this activity by breaking it up into three different steps. 
So the first step is to actually set up that first section on the left-hand side. So on the left-hand side, or what I'm going to refer to as the first section of the Jamboard file, I recommend using the shape tool to create three different rectangles. The first one in the top left can be labeled today is dot, dot, dot. Then beneath it, it can say yesterday was, and then the bottom one can say tomorrow is. So then when you're actually doing this activity with students, you can fill the days of the week within their respective rectangles. So for example, if you have a label that says today is, in the rectangle underneath it, you can add some text that says Wednesday. So you type in Wednesday. Then underneath that, you would type in Tuesday and then Thursday respectively. So you have today is, yesterday was, and tomorrow is. Now for step number two, we're gonna set up the calendar in sections two and three. So like I said, remember we're visualizing this blank Jamboard file. We've now talked about the first section. So now we're gonna look at the second and the third sections, and that's where you're gonna have your actual calendar. So the first thing you're gonna to wanna to do is you're gonna to wanna to create a big text box at the top of the screen where you'll actually write the month. So if it's March, for example, you'd wanna write March at the top and in the center of the second and this third section. Now, once you've created your March label, just beneath that label, you're gonna to wanna to create seven small text boxes. So these are going to have to be pretty small, right? Because there's not a lot of room here. So you're gonna to have to type Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, etc., all in a row to essentially create seven different columns, one for each day of the week. Now you'll then begin filling these seven columns, again, one for each day of the week, with sticky notes. So you're gonna create a row of seven stickies. Then you'll create another row of seven stickies underneath that, etc. So you'll wanna make sure that you create five rows so you can fill the entire month. So now essentially you've created seven columns and five rows of stickies or 35 stickies total. So then you'll just edit each sticky note to say one, two, three for each respective day of the month. So for example, for the month of March, you'll have one under Tuesday, two under Wednesday, three under Thursday, and so on. So now essentially, you've created your calendar and your calendar grid. So again, I know this setup might sound confusing. I have a template that's already created that you can try with your students. So now for step number three, you're all set up, you're ready to go. Now when you're teaching, all you need to do is to conduct calendar time the exact same way that you do in the classroom. So like I said, you know, you'll type in the respective days of the week in the first section, that first section on the left-hand side, then you'll add the month at the top of sections two and three. You can even use the shape tool to circle the day of the week if you'd like. And if you really wanna get creative, you can even create a new frame to share the weather, the temperature, or even the number of the day. Overall, I love the idea of incorporating Jamboard during calendar time. If you're teaching in person, this is something that you can project on your board. If you're teaching virtually, this is something that you can screen share during morning meeting. I think it's just a great way for you as the teacher to introduce the tool to students. They can see you interacting with the tool and it's a nice way to mix up calendar time and to try something new. This is just a great way to increase student engagement also because it's new, it's different, it's fresh. And so again, be sure to check out the link in the episode description to better visualize this activity a little bit and you can also try it out with your students tomorrow if you'd like. So now for my idea number two 
morning share prompts. Morning share is the second stage of the responsive classroom morning meeting structure. I think shares are a great way to support students' social emotional needs. So I have three examples of prompts that you can try with your students. Of course, there's tons and tons of prompts that you can ask, but I've just put together these three prompts that I think can be a fun way to engage students and introduce them to Google Jamboard. So what I'll do for this section is I'm gonna share the example prompts with you and then I'll walk you through the process of how to create the activities. Of course, just like with the calendar time activity, I'm gonna have this linked for you to try out too if you don't like creating it from scratch. So number one, we have our prompt ideas, step number one. So my first prompt is news and announcements. What do you want to share with the class? Very simple share activity. Prompt number two, what do you hope will happen today? Prompt number three, mistakes are proof that you are trying. What does this quote mean to you? So the way that the morning share activities work on Jamboard is that as the teacher, you'll essentially type out a prompt that you want your students to respond to. So for example, some of the three prompts that I just shared or one that you create on your own. So after you decide on your prompt, you're then gonna add it to the Jamboard file. Now for step number two, you're gonna add sticky notes for every student. So once you've tackled the step of deciding your prompt, adding it to the Google Jamboard file, this next part is really important. By the way, I also think this is a great classroom management strategy. I don't know if you guys remember, but I mentioned how some teachers really hate Google Jamboard. And I think it's because it can be tricky from a classroom management perspective. And I think that this is a really solid solution. So this strategy, be sure to listen up. So you're gonna to wanna to create one sticky note for every single student in your class. So if you have 20 kids in your class, you're gonna create 20 different sticky notes. And then you're gonna actually label those sticky notes with either student names or their class numbers. So in doing so, you'll essentially create an assigned spot where students type in their responses. This makes it so much easier to manage when kids are given a specific place for them to type their response rather than them, you know, sort of being all over the file and accidentally editing each other's work. So if you've used Jamboard before, like I said, you've probably noticed that it can kind of be a free for all sometimes if you have 20 kids, for example, all working in the same file. So I think that this is a critical strategy to ensure that the experience is manageable for you as the teacher, and there will be less of a likelihood that a kid might edit someone else's responses. Now, step number three is sharing the file with students. So now you're all set up, right? So you've added your prompt and you've added a sticky note for every single student in your class. So now that means that you're actually ready to share the activity with students. So unlike with the calendar time activity where really my recommendation is just you as the teacher, share it with students by explaining it but not actually sharing the file with them. With this option, I'd recommend that you actually share the file with students in a way that's editable so that they can type in their responses. So all you need to do in terms of directions for students is just to tell them to double click on their sticky note and type in their response. Everything's gonna update in real time so they'll be able to view each other's responses as they come in. So that can kind of be a fun way for students to view each other's responses. It's a nice way for you to track attendance too because you can see which students have actually submitted a response to the prompt 
Um, so I think that that's just kind of a nice way, like I'm saying, to actually share this activity with students. So make sure that the file is editable. You can either share it with them so anyone with the link can edit it, or you can share it with them through Google Classroom, or you can share it to their Google accounts. Now, my third and last activity idea is to do this or that using Google Jamboard. This or that and would you rather are fun, silly games that tons of teachers love playing during morning meeting. In case you aren't familiar, this or that is basically a game where you ask students whether they prefer this or that. So for example, you might have them choose dog or cat, tacos or pizza, apples or bananas, summer or winter, etc. So in the classroom, you might play this game by having students raise their hands for this or for that, or you might have them go to one side of the room if they prefer this and the other side of the room if they prefer that. You can also play this game as a class using Google Jamboard. The setup is super simple too. So for step number one, you're gonna wanna create your this and that sides. So you can use the shape tool to essentially divide your Jamboard file in half. So just like how we kind of created the imaginary sections with the calendar activity, with this one, you can actually use a shape tool to divide the Jamboard file in half. So you can label the sides. The left-hand side can be this and the right-hand side can be that respectively. So then you can also add an image, for example. So let's say you wanted the activity to be apple versus banana. On the left-hand side, you can insert an image of an apple and on the right-hand side in the that category, you can insert an image of a banana, just for example. So now you've set up the activity, see, super simple. Next, what you're gonna wanna do for step number two is you're going to want to add sticky notes for every student. So at the bottom of the Jamboard file, you can create one sticky for every student in your class and either label it with class numbers or with student names. So just like how you would for the morning share prompts that I just gave and described. So one sticky note for every student in your class. If you have 20 students, you'll create 20 stickies. Now for number three, for step number three, you're just gonna share the file with students. So you'll make sure that you share the file with students so they can edit it. Again, just press the share button. You can either share the link with them. You can share it through Google Classroom, just kind of depends on how you like to share activities with students, but just make sure that you're sharing the file so that they can edit it. Then all students need to do is to click on their respective sticky and drag it to the this or the that side depending on whether they prefer apples or bananas, for example. So it's super easy, it's super fun. It's a great way for them to use this new tool in a very low stakes environment. So for example, if they accidentally mess up, it's no issue because they're just sort of choosing between two fun options. Again, super easy and super fun. So there you have it, my three different ideas for how you can use Google Jamboard during morning meeting. These ideas are simple, they're easy to implement, grab my free activities and get started. Now, before we end off the episode, I'm going to share my learning of the week. Learning of the week. Learning happens all around us. As teachers, we know this, we're preaching this to our students, but I don't always feel like I'm sharing my own learnings with others, with other teachers. I know I do that a little bit in my podcast, but it's starting to feel really important for me to talk about my own learnings on this show. 
I very much started this podcast as a way for me to wrestle with some of my own experiences in the classroom as a teacher, as an educator. But the, the idea for this bit, this new learning of the week bit, came about because recently a listener reached out to me. And we chatted a bit about how I can find ways to make this show more personal. I don't know about you guys, but I've personally felt like, I guess I just, I want to find a way to connect with you guys more. You know, podcasting is something that's so intimate where somebody's talking in your ear. And so I'm hoping that this little bit can be a way for me to do that. So my free time, I listen to a lot of podcasts. This might not be super surprising given that I'm a podcaster myself, but I specifically listen to a lot of podcasters from other millennial women who are navigating life and their careers and their health and their well-being. And I think a big takeaway or a big learning for me this week has been that I need to add more structure and routine to my early mornings and my evenings to better take care of myself. So I don't mean for this to sound super self-helpy, but again, I'm really hoping that this advice is helpful for you guys. I know it's helpful for me to talk about. You know, as a teacher, I'm always talking about the importance of a morning meeting or of a closing circle. I mean, today's episode is literally about morning meeting, but that's not actually something that I'm practicing in my own life. You know, I don't have a morning routine. I don't have a nighttime routine. So I think a learning or a takeaway that I've had this week is that I really want to try to incorporate these routines into my schedule. So whether it be, you know, not going on my phone at 6.30 a.m. when I wake up and instead taking just five minutes to write down three things I'm grateful for. You know, administrators, I guess this is something I've seen online a lot that people are talking about on Twitter, on Instagram, but I think it's true that a true experience that a lot of teachers have felt. You know, administrators are always talking about self-care and notoriously teachers don't have enough time to practice self-care. But I'm kind of thinking that this small adjustments, these small adjustments will be helpful for me as a teacher, as an educator, and also as a podcaster. So that's my learning of the week. I'm going to try to incorporate more routine into my mornings, into my evenings. Again, that's what I practice as a teacher. That's what I'm preaching in today's episode about morning meeting for you to try with students. So that's something that I want to incorporate in my own life as an adult. So what have you learned this week? I'd love to hear from you guys. So please reach out to me. It would honestly mean the world to me. When I hear from listeners, it truly like makes my day, makes my week. Um, So thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the EdTech Classroom podcast. If you liked it, be sure to give me a five-star rating, write a review. It helps new podcasters like me so much. Check out Moat, check out Google Jamboard, try it during morning meeting, and find ways to incorporate routine in your life. I'll see you back here soon. Bye, friends. Thank you.